Here we are, Tommy. Yo. Tommy is back, and my thing moved again, again. on my internet. Um, Tommy, a few uh, technical difficulties before starting today. Yeah. My internet in the room blew up, basically. <sighs> yep. uh, and I had to reset it, which I've never done before. The owner of the building usually does that. but um, He walked now, you through it? Now he walked me through it, so whenever, whenever it happens again... We're all set, bro. You are so. like a technical fucking genius. I am. Now. I now I know how to turn the internet back yeah. on when yeah. it fucks Did up. He say and shit like that. Turn the modem on and turn it off. That's it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. He just had to show me where the fuck it yeah. was because yeah. it's like six of them in here. Yeah, it's probably because they're on. Uh, you know, they're D on different lines. Security lights, yeah. security cameras, and everything else. Yeah, generators. On. Fucking crazy. Yeah, if the power goes off. His stays direct, but yeah. he's got two or three connected together, so mm -hmm. my twitches every so often but i'm so glad i got this because yeah. i was gonna have to reschedule everything if yeah. i couldn't get the internet working. Yeah, we would have been going to the bar exactly would have yeah. been there earlier yeah. tonight fucking but <laughs> i still will be going yeah. but you know um and if this thing moves again i will kill it because i got dave burke's uh tapology up right now yes. so we're gonna yeah. be talking to him cool. in like five minutes we would have had some time to talk tommy mm -hmm. but we're gonna have to do that at the end sure. of the show because yep. dave burke's gonna be calling in around uh I say about five minutes, yep. but cool. welcome back, bro. Hey, you thank took you, a week off last week. Yeah. You were a little sick. I right? was sick. I, some shit went through the house. My wife is homesick now with it. I gave it to her. You know, remember I told you I went to that um, Mario Kart dab thing? Yes. I, I swear to God, I contracted something there. Were you smoking like, yeah. weed yeah, yeah. with oh, other yeah. people? Oh, yeah, and oh, yeah. 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 dabs. Might have fucking... AIDS and everything at this Yo, point. Yeah, it was in, um, what the fuck town was that in? Not Kingston, Rhode Island, but fucking Wakefield, Rhode Island, right? Is that, okay. a, is that yeah, Rhode Island? Yeah, that's right over there. Not too far from there. Yeah, so, you know. There was some nefarious characters in there that I was sharing fucking smoking apparatuses with. So, did you uh you had to pay a fee to get in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Was and like was a, there like kind of free? Yeah, free dab bar, edibles. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you could, unlimited dabs. Too. What a time for me yeah. to quit smoking it was cool. weed. Next time you should show up. Again. I hate this fucking thing. Um, next time I will because yeah. I might be uh you know, I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but I am going on my I am on my seventh week being um. Clean, free from any cannabis, any drugs, crazy, of any sort. No heroin. I said no heroin, nah. no cocaine. Lame, no, lame. Not even mushrooms, bro. No, uh, I nothing. haven't done mushrooms. I got nothing. Year. I did talk to a guy online from uh, overseas that has a, a mushroom. Uh, oh, that's why because my arrows on it. Um, he has a, a kind of microdose business kind yeah. of thing. He yeah. sells the shit. Yeah. And he said he was going to send me a sample, but yeah. they could have got fucking nabbed at the border. Who knows what goes on? Yeah, who the hell knows? I would trust in fucking mushrooms I, from know, overseas. What the fuck? Yeah, it wasn't like he's sending me three pounds of it. It was probably enough, you know, for... Probably like some synthetic shit. Something. Yeah, I, I mean, I was going to let you try it. No, <laughs> no, I'm not down with that. Nope, I'll do a lot, but not that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> you so you were on the... And this, it moved again. But you were on the, under the weather last week. Yeah. I went to that hardcore show. Oh, yeah. Um, was it the Tuesday before that? I went on a Tuesday. I think yeah. it was the Tuesday before that. No doubt. And I was sick. Like yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm, not this shit going around. Not bad. I had a sore throat yep. and I, you know, yep. stuffed up. Mm. My daughter was with me. She went to another hardcore show in Worcester on Saturday night, and now she's sick as a dog. A lot of a lot of people are getting sick at events. Um, it was all in my chest. I was hacking up a yeah, storm. Everyone's everyone's dirty. You know what I mean. And they were stuck in the house for two years, so their immunity's down. Yeah, and I just fucked this up, but um, um, but yeah, tonight we have David Burke on as uh, you know, we're gonna get to know Dave. Nice. I've never talked to him live. Mm -hmm. Travis Lazat from uh, NewEnglandMMA.org, one of my colleagues there. Mm -hmm. 
knows him, has interviewed him in the past. Um, Travis is from Maine. I think Dave lives in Maine, but he's not originally from Maine. So we're going to... We're going to talk to him, learn about his background. He is the Cage Titans amateur middleweight champion, and he's also number two ranked amateur middleweight in New England. Our cool. rankings cool. came out um, the week before mm-hmm. you called in six. Yeah. So we haven't got to talk about them, but nope. we're going to do a lot of that after he gets sure. off, yep. depending on how long we talk to him. I'm mm-hmm. going to pick his brain. Yep. He's a jiu-jitsu guy also. Awesome. Uh, all his fights ended in uh, the first round mm-hmm. with strikes, mm-hmm. but um, you know he has, is on a nostos. And uh, I think he teaches jiu-jitsu there for the kids. Cool, so, cool. Uh, yep. you know, maybe you can ask him some questions. Definitely. Throw some shit in there, mm-hmm. man. But, some uh, jiu-jitsu questions. Yeah, so. Uh, no stos! So, so some people fucking uh, watch him right now. Chiming now, in. Now, Dave Burke, um, I don't know if he has a Facebook. He he sent me a, a, a li- you know, his Facebook with no face on it. So mm-hmm. I figure that's kind of like. Is that how he's calling? He might not use Facebook. Mm-hmm. I use uh Facebook Messenger, yeah. but I also have Zoom now and all that. I, I just haven't figured out how to get mm-hmm. the audio yeah. working and, and shit like that with yeah. it. And uh, I will eventually because uh, we are going to be wearing headphones down the line. Oh, yeah? So then when audio. we know everything is uh, going to be real crisp mm-hmm. and clean. Sure. Um, right now, we're just skipping through and mm-hmm. doing nothing. Last week, I had Brian Gerson oh, on yeah. Friday oh, yeah. night. I was checking some of that out. He's a funny character, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, he is cool. Oh, my God. He gets uh, he gets really rivaled up and fucking, <laughs> you know. Gets all excited. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he fucking hates everybody and fucking starts <laughs> cursing at everything. It's funny. Um, but he's doing good. He's yeah. uh, making, you know, little movies and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't say who he works for because he wanted to keep that a secret. Okay. But um, he's working down the Cape, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's doing much better. Good. Um, yeah, you yeah. Know, went to New York looking for jobs and stuff. He nothing really panned out. Came it's back tough. here. It's a tough business season. You know, you got to really grind and hustle. He seems like he's doing well though. Yep. Uh, happy. Yep. And um, he's he in lives it. in New Bedford. Also, we talked all about the New Bedford hood. He lives in the hood of New oh, Bedford, yeah? where I carried mail. So uh, we were relating <laughs> in a lot of conversations yeah. there. So some some triple cool. quadro boudecas out there. Yeah, it was fucking yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tried delivering flyers and shit in the oh, mail yeah. there, man. Sure, you so. could, your bag is out the here, yeah, yeah, half right. the street, junk mail, and, and shit. then it's flying all around because yeah. no one wants that shit. No, it just it stays in the mailbox yeah, forever for, for until it falls it's out. Like seven of them yeah. in there. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I just put this in yesterday. Yeah, it's fucking. I I used to take Pills. a trash bag with me. I used yeah. to just take them all out after I I couldn't I couldn't bear. Junk mail is the worst. Like why? Why you guys do that? Why do you guys do that to us? I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, right? There's a whole conspiracy. Even though the mail is diminishing yep. as far as because you people are using everything online. Yep. There's ads online. You can yeah. go online. Save get, the paper, know, man. Um, you know, even coupons online. Yep. Just print them out. But junk mail is our was our money source. Sure. Because, you know, even though it's pennies on the pennies to, mm-hmm. to, to send it out with the companies, they're sending out billions of pieces mm-hmm. of mail mm-hmm. every week. Every you know, magazines, mm-hmm. catalogs, sure. coupons. I mean, that's that's a lot of revenue for us that we lost. It's crazy. This the shit. post office is going down. It has yeah. been going down. Yeah, for they've been saying that for a while. But it there's no mail in the place. All the overtime shut down. Yep. They hired, excuse me, too many people. So everyone's crawling on each other. Overtime shut down, mm-hmm. so every, it's mutiny all over the building mm-hmm. right now. It's great. I bid a new job. I got a new job. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a boss anymore. Mm-hmm. I clean up the building, kind of mm-hmm. clean up uh, toilets, empty and shit. equipment, <laughs> yeah, toilets and shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I I would do that on my overtime <laughs> if I got that back. But uh, no, just empty equipment, yeah. um, trays, yeah. all that shit mm-hmm. like that. The 
the clerks leave all over the place mm-hmm. because they're dirty fucks and they don't do shit <laughs> as far as cleaning. So I'm the guy that comes in. So I have two days off, Thursday mm-hmm. and Friday. So when I go in Saturday, it's going to be a fucking shithole. Mess everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. Fucking shit stacked up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just nuts. Those, I go in there. Those mailboxes, you know, that you carry around. Oh, I, mean, I, I go in there and rip new assholes, oh, yeah. man. I go right out. Like, they, you, Steve, you can't go up to the employees and threaten them. Oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. You can't threaten the employees. I've been here 35 years. I can do whatever the fuck yeah, I want. Yeah, act like place. you own the place. They think I you do. do own the place. Yeah. It is mine. Steve's Postal. It is Steve's Postal. <laughs> postal company. But uh, um, Yeah, every time I look in the mailbox, it's full of fucking nonsense, you know? Yeah, it's just... God, like I'm, uh, even the credit card uh, applications—that's yeah. big. Uh, yeah. All that junk mail, you know. Yeah, yeah. Join but, me for thirty percent interest. Yeah, you miss one payment, it goes up to sixty. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Coupons fucking, for yeah. places you're never gonna go. New cable systems. All that shit. Man. Yeah, fun. it's all good, man. So uh, keeping you in business. All right. Well, well uh, I guess we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna message Dave and see. Uh, Is he calling in through Messenger? Yeah, he's gonna call yeah. it through Messenger. We'll see how that works out. Um, through his burner page. Yep. I couldn't even tag him, but maybe uh, he'll tag himself or share it wherever mm-hmm. he needs to go. Um, but we are streaming everyone. We are streaming on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, New England MMA uh, um, business page, a group page, um, Twitch also. I have like three followers on Twitch, but I am there. That's all I cool. care about. And tomorrow, this will be on, or tonight late, will be on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And I'll send a couple of clips to... Instagram pages uh, tomorrow. But, uh, but that said, let me see if Dave is uh, ready to go. And then I got to set them all up and mm-hmm. shit like oh, that. Yeah. But yep, get it ready! On. Yeah, I was feeling like shit last week, man. Like I didn't, like I said, I missed jujitsu for a week. Didn't do shit. Missed a couple of days of work. That must fucking suck. It does. Huh? A week off and then coming back, you're, it's like you forget everything. Come on. No, really? I'm not forget, but like. Your body feels like it forgot everything. Yeah, Brian said he was uh, he was down to come here, like go train at uh, Triforce yep. and stuff, and like then that. come back here, but uh, and then come down here yeah. after. Uh, but we'll see if we'll see if he shows up. He's, he's got a long drive. He's now. there, uh, you know, often. All right, let me uh, put the volume down. Give him a call. See what happens. Right Not as here. See what happens. But uh, Dave Burke, number two middleweight champ. What's up, my friend? Not much. How's it going? It's going good, bro. I'll have you on in a second. I just want to make sure uh, we're all good here. But I got. Oh, you see him over here. That's yep. my uh, co-host, Tommy. What's up, buddy? How you doing? He'll good. be asking you a couple of questions, also, Dave. But uh, let me get you on the screen here and uh, get you situated. But you look great. Um, Thank you. And welcome for coming on, my man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Um, Dave, we went through some technical difficulties before we started. My internet blew up. Uh, there was an accident down the street. So my internet wasn't working. I was like, there's no way I could call this dude and say, hey, we got to reschedule. So I called the owner of the building, and he talked me through it. And here's Dave Burke, man. There you go. The, the amateur middleweight champion, Cage Titans, the number two ranked middleweight uh, amateur in New England, bro. Welcome to the show, man. Uh, pleasure to have you on, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate you making it happen, you know. Um, it's always good to get out there as much as you can, so I appreciate what you guys do. Excellent, my man. Well, Dave, we're going to pick your brain tonight because we don't know much about you as far as uh, your training, how you got into martial arts. Um, we know you are a killer and you're knocking people out left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't made it out of the first round in any of your fights. Um, three and one right now. Um, I think your longest fight was probably uh, uh, just under two minutes. I'm not sure about that. Uh, let me see. Yeah, uh, 
Oh, wait, two two minutes and 47 seconds mm-hmm. into the yeah, first. Yeah, second one in uh, Portland. That one almost made it out. But, yeah, that was that was just under three minutes. And that was the one that was outside, correct? Yeah, that was an awesome event. Oh, cool. I had well, a great time. What was like that? Uh, so that was, I mean, you haven't been fighting that long. Uh, what was it like fighting outside? That was that was a, quite the experience. Um, it was a beautiful, you know, evening. So that, it was perfect for it. And, like, you know, warming up outside, kind of, like, in clear view of your, we had, we could see our opponent. You know, so that was kind of strange. That's important. They're just different, you know, and like the people, as in the fans, could see us too. So yep. it kind of it it was a good vibe for sure. Um, everyone was pretty loud there too, so it was it was a lot of fun. Now, when you were warming up, would they have a section off to the side, or did you have to warm up a, right, near, right near the cage or so? Yeah, they had. Well, they had a section off to the side, but like at that. Uh, it's Thompson's point. There's only so much room there in general. It's like surrounded by water for the most part. So like on that little tip there, you have um, the cage that was under the balcony and then probably, I don't know, maybe 30 yards away, we were warming up. So maybe a little more than that. But. Well, 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 that was in the middle of the summer in the, like the heat, man. Was the mosquitoes coming off the, the fucking pond and shit over there? Any, any of that happening? I didn't. I didn't feel any. You know, I. That I makes sense. Thought about that beforehand. I yeah. wonder if there'd be like bugs and whatnot. Like just, I don't know, just because you're outside. But the only thing that I noticed, my feet got so dirty, like because I had like my like sandals or and then like was barefoot warming up. So like by the time I got to the cage, my feet were caked with dirt for sure. Okay. All right. So cake with dirt. I mean, I know. I know how that feels, man. But. Yeah. Does is that uh, make it slippery in the cage having that dirt on your on your feet? I don't know. It, it didn't matter <laughs> that not. night. You know? <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter I at all. The fuck out of him. The, uh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was your that fight should have stopped earlier than it did, but you know. Well, my guys, my guys, Travis and Lars, um, they were at the they were at that fight. I was doing a live fight companion that night from here, uh, but you. Their their uh their big uh, uh you know evaluation of you was Dave Burke is a scary scary man bro mm-hmm. I mean your first fight only lasted 19 seconds you knocked that kid out uh 19 seconds but then you had that great fight uh where you saying it should have stopped earlier man what was the um what was the change from that first fight to that second fight you know the the evolution of of your game um I think. Yeah, uh, you know, definitely the comp. So, like that first fight, the game plan was just go for the takedown and, and use my strength, you know, was, which is that grappling. Um, and you know, like that's that's what I went for, and that's because I was I really only trained for like striking for a couple months before that. So then, I don't know, I just had a lot more confidence in my striking come that second time around, and I knew that that dude was a wrestler so i knew he and he just started training mma so i knew he didn't uh, that was a good opponent to like really see what i could do on the feet you know and i still like i watch that now and i'm so much better like i was sloppy you know what i mean it was just like it was a good time but i've come a long way just from that it's like i'm so new to this that it's like every day i can be getting better like you know i just i gotta be healthy and in the gym you know able to train how i want but it's that's it's cool looking back on that fight, but it's just like that's not even me anymore, you know. 
Well, you mentioned you only been striking. You had only been striking for a couple of months, man. Your first fight was uh, May of 2022. What were you doing before that? What's your background in martial arts? And then I'll get into, you know, joining Nostos and and stuff like that. But what's your uh, background as far as uh, martial arts, sports, uh, anything in in high school as a kid? What's going on with that? I started, uh, so my father got me into, like, watching UFC and whatnot back in the day. And, uh, you know, I always was a fan of the sport. But um, I started wrestling in uh like sixth grade and i fell in love with that and i uh i found smitty's wrestling bar and i I met matt smith at a tournament um like my set when i was in seventh grade and then from there on till high school ended i i wrestled year-round you know for exeter um or exeter high school or or any exeter program and then smitty's in the off season so and during, I trained at Smitty's during the regular season too, but not you. You compete for your high school team, so I was always in there. Um, and after that, you know, I went straight to the workforce. Like I just started doing whatever, just living on my own. You know, when I graduated, so um, I had a, you know, I I, I broke my arm pretty bad. Um, I had to get a little surgery, a few of them to to get my arm straight again. So. I always wanted to kind of fight, but I, I really waited. I kind of just ruled myself out because of that. And then, you know, a um, couple of years, just kind of just doing whatever, just the regular stuff you do at, uh, like, when you're in your low 20s, I guess. <laughs> but what really helped me a lot was um, a couple of years ago, I went out west um, with some friends, and uh, I took some time to just, like, to my be by myself really and just you know get healthy as i could you know i started really working out lifting weights again and um just eating good like hiking and traveling you know seeing a lot of places in utah and colorado and just like i just like had a really good time out there and it, it was good for me to clear my mind and really just like just cleanse myself of everything you know and then i came back here um with the plan to go back out west i was kind of getting homesick so i wanted to come spend some time here and uh i found nostos so in january and my plan was to leave in spring so once i found nostos i haven't really thought about leaving since you know there's no way so it's just like yeah that's where i'm at now but um i wish i had continued after high school with the wrestling you know but truthfully like i I was checked out of school by the time that came around. I was like, I kept my grades good enough just to be eligible to wrestle. Like I just, I was never a good student, you know, and I really regret that. But I think I could have had some success at the college level, but coulda, shoulda, woulda, you know, that's, (laughs) that's how it goes. Well, as far as, you know, before, uh, before joining Nostos, but you were, you know, had aspirations to say, maybe I could fight. I mean, wrestling is a huge part of, uh, fight fighters. And I mean, that's a, that's a main base of a lot of champions out there. So, I mean, you had that going for you. Um, as far as when you went to Nostos, uh, did you start with jujitsu right away? What was your, what was your game plan when you, uh, when you started training with those, those kids and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Devin and all them. I went in there, like, I didn't want to be the guy who just walks into an MMA gym and is like, yeah, I want to fight. Like, you know, 
So, I don't know. I feel like that happens a lot. Like, everyone wants to fight, right? And then it's like you have a coach who you have requirements that you have to meet to be able to fight under and stuff, and then you realize it's not that easy just to even train the right way, never mind actually fight. So I I wasn't ignorant to that. So, like, I told Devin, you know, I just want to see how my body feels. Like, it's been a while since I've done anything. You know, it was it was a while since I'd done anything, like, training like that. Um, so, yeah, but it's funny, though, because with that being said, I think within, like, the first or second week I was there, like, I had a couple striking classes, and, like, I was doing jujitsu here and there, whatever, but I ended up sparring with, like, like, Pufal, McDougal, um, RJ, uh, Janicek, he's, I'm trying to think of who else, I basically sparred with, like, like four of the fighters uh strikers and, all them all them champion strikers yeah and i definitely took a beating but like <laughs> i think i earned some respect right away you know what i mean just kind of just toughing it out through those rounds and i remember brody hit me with some good body shots some kicks too so i definitely uh, i think i earned some respect that night and then since then i've just been you know when i when i'm in there i just like to work hard and sometimes i have to tone it back a little you know because it like wrestling practice, you go hard most of the time, you know, but you can't do that all the time training MMA. You have to be, um, there's a lot of drilling where you can't go full pace. And even when you're alive, sometimes you got to take care of each other. So I'm just really getting used to training the right way and like taking care of my body in that sense, you know? Well, from, uh, I'm going to, Tommy's going to ask you some jujitsu uh, questions when we get going because he's a, a purple belt at uh, Triforce. Um, so, but as far as, you know, that first fight, 2022, uh, May, from the time you walked into Nostos till that first amateur fight, how, what was the time uh, timeline right there? Um, so that was in May. So I walked in to Nostos like January 2nd or 3rd or something. And then I hurt my ribs. I, I like popped one of my ribs and I was out for a little over a month. So, yeah, so I... So basically, well, uh, it was four months essentially. Holy shit! Like from yeah. re- from you know wrestling, going out west, uh, finding yourself, getting out of some nature, coming back, fucking that little. In between the yeah. wrestling and the first fight, been <laughs> <laughs> a long road. Well, what was the decision? Uh, how was the decision made uh, that? You know that Devin says, "Hey, you're ready to get that first amateur fight." Um, do you did you feel ready, or one training uh, cards coming up, and Devin says, uh, "I think it's time for you to get in there and mix it up." How's that happen? I mean, I guess you can look at it a few ways. It's like my I feel like something I'm not really good at is being patient with anything, not just fighting, you know, or training. And like, you know, he definitely took a chance entrusted you know what he saw in me in practice by letting me go out that early you know and I think that wouldn't happen unless you know I had a wrestling background and it showed in practice that I could do something with that in a live scenario you know what I mean it's so he trusted me but uh Nate Grimard too like I remember it got I kind of got a little I got to the point where he was asking me you know, he's like, so when are you fighting? When are you fighting? I'm like, I don't know. Like, uh, I want to fight. Like, like, what do I what do I do here? And he's just like, tell Devin you're ready. Like, okay. So it kind of, you know, once that started happening, then I was like, you know what? It's 
you know, I'll start asking Devin. And I don't know, really. It's kind of seems like not that long ago, but it is at the same time because a lot's happened in this year. But it, it is just, it all came together really good. And it was like, everything felt really good, you know, this whole year, so... Hey, well, I have. Uh, it looks like one of your training partners or one of your uh, one of your sparring partners there. Nick Nick Miles says the first time he ever held mitts for you, you almost knocked his arms off. Um, <laughs> do you, do you, <laughs> Hell yeah! Do you, I'm he's sure you did. He's our, he, Go ahead. He's our striking coach oh. over there. Uh, you know, Devin. We have a few coaches that help out and everything, but Devin is. Um, I mean, Nick is the the main striking coach, and he's. He's awesome. He's basically he taught me most everything I know on my feet. So, yeah. Well, that uh, that knowledge he showed you and uh, what what he's doing in that in that gym, man, is uh, really paying off, bro. Because uh, you know, in them first three fights, you didn't get out of the first round. All first round knockouts. Two of those fights uh, under twenty five seconds. One twenty one <laughs> seconds. One nineteen seconds. Out of them three fights, uh, your first three amateur fights. Um, your last fight being the Cage Titans winning the amateur uh, uh, middleweight title there. What was your what what was your favorite fight in there, or what what was the favorite uh, best moment in your cage time uh, since uh, since the beginning? Well, th so those were I did so I'm three and one. I did this past December. I took a loss yeah. in uh, Philadelphia. So okay, I was just making sure. Yeah, because I know you said three and one before. But, yeah, we'll we'll so go yeah, we'll we'll, those... we'll go to that fight after we're we're done yeah. talking here, but. So out of those, uh, the first three, that first one, the like as far as like feeling good afterwards, you know, that first one, like I, I swear, I literally didn't sleep good for two days afterwards. I was so jacked up still, and even that whole fight, like as soon as I walked out, um, like I, I ran to the cage. I had no idea that I was gonna do that. Like I couldn't hear anything at all. I just complete adrenaline dump, like insane. But like, um, I remember that first one too. Like in my head, I'm always pictured like you walk out to the cage and then you get your shirt, give your hugs, you know, and you you get the you get greased up or whatever. And like the first, and I was the first fight that night. So the first thing the uh, the dude tells me, who's like security or whatever, he's like, "Yeah, amateurs are getting ready back here." So that like kind of threw me off for a second. So we did that and I was like, all right, Devin, so once I, my song goes on, there's nothing I have to do. Like I'm good to go. And he's like, yeah, good to go. So it's, that's, that was it. As soon as it came on, I just took off. I couldn't help it. So, and then 19, so think, 19 seconds later, uh, after that bell rings, you, uh, you get that hand raised, man. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know what's that feeling? I mean, you you literally just started uh, months. Yeah, training before for months. that training, and then here you are with a 19 second knockout against a dude that looked like he had a couple of fights already in there. Um, man, what's that feeling like? Um, you know, it it was it was amazing, man. Like the like I've probably never, you know, up until that point, I probably never felt such a like a just like a total like a rush to the point where it's like you're not even like you know i was like jumping on the cage after like mm -hmm. i'm not you're not in control at, at some point you know what i mean it and like i've gotten a much better handle on that since then just having that experience but i think that you know like he's a scary looking guy he's a big guy you know it's like it kind of gets that that 
fight or flight reflex going and it's like that's a lot that's like you can't really control that if you if you let loose you know i don't know that's my opinion on it i think some people fight differently though like some people fight better like that some people fight better when they're chilled out it's kind of what works for you and i'm still figuring you know where where i sit on that that scale you know well as far as as far as um you know you had that wrestling background uh, you know, usually wrestlers, when they jump at the jiu-jitsu, they, they kind of go through the belt, uh, belt process a little faster than someone that's, uh, you know, uh, uh, green in there. Where are you right now uh, as far as your jiu-jitsu? Is that something, do you go into tournaments or anything with your jiu-jitsu? Or is that something you just practice for uh, MMA, uh, uh, MMA fighting? So I'm, I plan on doing some jujitsu tournaments and in the future, I, you know, I'm going to commit myself a little more to the art, you know, but it's, I took like fight after fight after fight. So when you're in, that's, that's kind of, I kind of put myself in a spot where like I, I had the first few months of training and then like I was just in fight camp. So you can't, you can only learn so much. And then you have like, when it comes down to like being in crunch time, you just gotta like get a different type of work in. So I kind of put myself in a spot where I, I couldn't commit myself to really getting, like, going to the classes and drilling and really learning it in a way to, like, get, like, ranked up higher. And, you know, that'll come eventually, but that's something I need to put more time into is my jiu-jitsu. I'm still a white belt, but um, almost... They're kind of almost the blue belt. A but scary, a scary, scary white belt. Yeah, when probably. you when you guys have MMA fights, that's the those are the different training partners in class. You know what I mean? When I yeah. would go with someone who's an MMA fighter, white belt or not, they're probably gonna beat the shit out of me. You know? <laughs> and I, I I'm lucky though. Like I we have a lot of like really great jujitsu guys that come and roll. And like I, every Wednesday we do. Uh, live rolls for mm -hmm. like an hour yep. over an hour or whatever and um all through fight camp every wednesday like i always look i did all those always and there's more jujitsu classes during the week than that but those nights in like particular um i roll with you know the occasional black belt here and there but i get um brown belts purple belts blue belts and other white belts all the time so mm -hmm. i get to roll with all types of people and like body types and so that's key. Good. Well, uh, coming from the wrestling background, you fight at the 185 pound mark. Um, so you're, you, you're used to cutting weight. Are you, uh, what do you walk around with? You cut a lot of weight to get to that 185 when, uh, when you fight MMA. So I, so that's another thing, Mike, I'm still figuring out where I'm truly going to sit, um, you know, in the future when I, so in January, flashback to when I was out in Utah for a little bit I was like living like the bodybuilder lifestyle and thinking I was you know just trying to like eat as much as I could five meals a day yada yada lifting weights and like that's all I was doing for training was lifting weights and that carried over like for like an almost a year of me being back in New Hampshire um and then when I found Nostos so I walked in Nostos at like two just over 220 and but like literally eating like a job like it was like taking time out of my actual yeah. job and um so like once i started training and working a little less to be able to train more my weight naturally started going down and then once you start making 185 a few times um 
you, you know, that close, I feel like I kind of just started getting lower and lower. So I'm at the point I made once I weighed in at like 173 um, or maybe 174 for that fight in Philly. And I, I didn't do the, the best weight cut at all. Um, but I think that right now I'm like walking around at 190. Um, after a day at work, cause I'm working a lot right now or trying to, you know, we're getting busy. I'm, I'm sub 190 at times, but if I wanted to and was focused on it, I can get my weight up, but it's honestly easier for me to stay a little lighter. Um, I do think 170 though is, is definitely going to be my future. Oh, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's scary. my goal. That's a good weight. That's, that's scary. Really like, if I see myself like making it through to the next level, I think that's the weight class it would have to be at to be really at my best. So um, we'll see. Though I'm not, I'm not turning down anything at 85 though locally, like for sure. I, de- I definitely am, and I don't even really like cutting weight that much. So I have no problem going 85. So yep. whatever. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk about that because our rankings did come up, and there's a couple of names on there, and there's a couple of guys not in the rankings that you know they're fluctuating between 185 and and heavier. And I did see some chatter on uh, Instagram about you know people calling each, this one out, that one out. So, um, but first, my man, you won that title at Cage Titans. You fought your first two fights at Neff, kind of uh, your home, you know, your home turf. Traveling the Cage Titans, where Nostos is no, uh, uh, you know, no stranger to. They have a lot of fighters go there. Champions that are out of, you know, fighting for a Cage Titans. What was that experience like? Uh, fighting away from home um, early in your career and Cage Titans, which is, you know, could possibly be the number one, uh, you know, regional promotion in New England at this point with all they do for the fighters and everything that's going on there. What was that? process and thought in your head because now you're fighting for a, an amateur title against a, a seasoned amateur veteran in there who's you know had Muay Thai fights comes out of a great gym and you're kind of going into his his uh his realm his ballpark what was that feeling like you know traveling out of uh your backyard heading to somewhere else's for a, a championship so I had went in um the first time I'd seen a cage Titans event was uh when Kyle Hoopal fought um, Miguel. And so I got a feel for the atmosphere. I got to check out the venue and I knew I definitely wanted to fight there. So when that opportunity came up, you know, definitely took it. Um, I felt good and it, it just, that promotion is, is awesome, man. That venue is sweet. And it was, uh, that whole weekend or, or I got there on Thursday. So like they did the press conference or whatever. And, I felt like I was just living out like something I, you know, dreamed about. Like I'd always wanted to fight and never just pulled the trigger when I should have, you know. And I, I kind of weighed myself out from it. But like now, then there's just to be there fighting for a belt. It was just, it was crazy. Like I was so dialed in too that whole time I was there. Like I, I, I felt so good. Um, you know, like the day of the fight, I was at the beach getting sun, like shadow boxing. Just, just it was just. It was perfect, honestly. It was a great time. Um, it happened so fast in there that the actual fight is kind of still like a like a flash to me. There's a couple parts I remember, you know. But one thing that I will say about that fight is that was the first time I came out into the cage first. And it 
from the time that I came in that cage, it felt so long. Like I had so many thoughts come and go that I almost feel like I missed the moment. Like when that fight started and like everyone was clearing the way and the ref comes to the middle, it, I was like, I had, I was like, oh shit, like we're doing this right now. Like, we're going right now. It was, it was kind of a weird moment. I don't know how to explain it, but I kind of, it was almost like I was just in there too long and like, I don't know. I was just glad that it, it played out like it did. Cause he's, he's a tough guy, you know, he's a big dude. He's pretty sure he's a brown belt or something at the time. I don't know. I'm not positive, but I think he was. And he's someone that, you know, I wouldn't, he's, He's a tough dude. So yeah. That was a good win to get, you know. I uh, wouldn't take him lightly at all. And so. like I said, he's fought a ton of uh, Muay Thai fights that I've witnessed. He's got hands on him. And as you said, you know, it was a brown belt on the ground. And, I mean, it didn't even need to go there. Um, you know, 21 seconds into that round, uh, you knocked him senseless. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a bizarre series right there. I think um, uh, it, it was either you or him lost your balance or something and then got back right up and, and boom. Flash and, and done, man. Uh, when you connected with that, did it feel any different than your last, uh, you know, your couple of knockouts pre, uh, prior to that? Yeah, this, it, it's like, I don't even, it's like, I don't even remember seeing, like, in my second fight um, and the first fight, like, I was watching, like, connection, you know, like, seeing my punches hit him. But this, it, it happened, like, I made the read on him, like, extending that arm out when I was jabbing at him. Like, if you watch the, the fight back, I threw that, and he, he jabbed out um, a couple times. And in the fight, the only thing I remember thinking in, during the fight was, um, there it is. Like, so I threw it again, because we had worked on it and seen it in film. He has the guard, like, high. We, the sides are kind of open. So, like, I threw that force, hurt him, and then... Um, I knew he was hurt, so I went in, like, way too hard and slipped, but then... I could see still, if you look, I'm looking up and I like grabbed his leg and I could, cause I thought he was going to like try to jump on me or whatever. So I grabbed his leg thinking I was, would work up from there. But one, as soon as I grabbed it, I could see his eyes were looking like the other way. So I knew like he still hurt. So I just popped up, you know, right away. But and, that was a, uh, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one, man. And it blew up, uh, it kind of blew up the internet as uh cage Titans does with uh, all their knockouts, man. When you yeah. dropped him, uh, you, I mean, you finished the job after that. What was that feeling like after you knew uh, the fight was over? And, uh, man, you just, uh, I don't know if you silenced the crowd or had them roaring, but, you know, you being outside of coming in, it doesn't matter at Cage Titans. They love a fight. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, you're out of town or, or whatever. If you put on a good fight and you knock someone out like that, they love you just as much as the hometown guy. What was that feeling like? Yeah. It was, it was it was just like surreal man like i couldn't even like there's i don't know i don't know i can't speak for everyone else but i always have like when i compete there's always some amount of like doubt that you have to like deal with in your head you know um to some extent not in an unhealthy way but if you're realistic about fighting in specific you know it's 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 dangerous and there's a lot that can happen so just to like actually feel like you're like wow i just want a belt like you know you, you knew you have a shot at winning it but to actually just get that on you is just like it's it's awesome man it's it's something else and just winning in general is just good like that's the best feeling mm-hmm. it, you know well now we get to that first loss bro um traveling out of yeah. town again what was the decision i mean uh that fight where you won the title was in august 
in um, it looks like in uh, December you travel out of town, out of war. And what was the decision to travel out of town and uh, go fight there? Uh, as far as uh, you know, not staying in New England and um, you know getting action here. Um, I mean, really, the only the, the only reason that I took that fight was because he was he he was ranked really high in like the you know like not just regional rankings like he's he's high up there. Um, he's had a lot of fights and he's that was he's got a big following. Um, it was just someone like if I could, you know, my style, like I, I think a healthy me, you know, and, in, in, in training as best I can, I can, I can hurt anyone, you know? So I was really confident in myself, but with that being said, there were a lot of things that looking back that you don't, at the time, it's like, you're like, you kind of look past cause you want to fight, you know what I mean? And that's, that's how it is. And I'm, like I said, going back to being impatient is something that, you know, so like that Cage Titans fight, I broke my right wrist, mm. my uh, I broke my wrist or whatever, and so I sat for eight weeks after that fight, um, and then I came back and took that fight like with the um, in Philly. I took that pretty quickly. Um, it's like from coming back from doing nothing, just the training, and just and then add that to the weight cut. So I haven't made a weight that low since my junior year in high school, you know what I mean? So I kind of just was at the point where I really wanted to fight and I really wanted to fight him and I thought I could beat him. And I still think, you know, it could have played out different ways if I didn't make some mistakes. There's so much, you know, I don't know. I'm not taking anything away from him. Like he beat me, he knocked me out, you know, it is what it is. But I think that, I have a good shot against anyone and I like my chances and it just, it didn't go my way, you know, but it felt like another, like every fight is kind of felt like another level up. So that was definitely a level up. So I felt good in that sense, but it was a big level up, you know, like it, but yeah, yeah. you can't deny that you are challenging yourself. I mean, you, you, you know, Jada four, I mean, you fought him, he was, you know, four, uh, undefeated four, <clears throat> You know, four wins there, fighting uh, you know, the champ there, and then you go out of town fighting a guy that's got nine fights, and uh, you know, saying he's ranked really high and shit like that. So you're challenging yourself. I mean, now's the time to do it as an amateur. You know what I mean? And uh, as far as coming out of that fight, I mean, even though you did uh, you know, you did receive a knockout. Uh, did you come out other than you know, the knockout uh, healthy out of that fight, or you know, did you have to take some time off? from that fight, from, uh, anything? Um, definitely had to take some time off from most everything initially, you know, like just right o the first couple of days, you're like, holy shit. Like it, that was a good one. You know, he got me with a big, um, big right hand. And then I was, I don't, I was out kind of just in autopilot, but unfortunately my autopilot wasn't to like maybe take a shot or something. It was just, I kind of had my back against the fence and I threw like my hands were completely down. I threw like a low kick that wasn't even, I wasn't there. And then I ate like five more big shots. So it just, it wasn't a great knockout. Honestly, it was a bad one. I didn't really, you know, I kind of, even when I pictured like in a worst case scenario, getting knocked out, I didn't picture it going that badly, you know, especially it's an amateur fight, but I knew the risk and, um, as far as time off, you know, from sparring, like 
still I'm still not like going hard. I shouldn't be going hard sparring. And like for the initial time after, I wasn't doing. It took me a while to even be training fully, you know, and just feeling good. But no real injuries other than that. But the head, you can't take like a, a head injury like. So it's, no. I'm it's, saying no injuries to anything other than my head. Yeah, exactly. And as far as you, man, I mean, you fought, uh, God, uh, four, four times in like a six-month span, if that, you know what I mean? So you were busy. Yeah. Um, you know, that time off uh, is good for you. You know what I mean? You recharge now. Uh, you probably got in some better reps, learned some things with the time off because you've been in training camp, uh, you know, all of 2022. Um Dave, let's talk about, I mean, uh, we'll talk about your timeline when you want to get back in there again. But, you know, we just came out with them rankings as far as the the amateur and the pro rankings of New England, just New England fighters, man. And you're ranked number two. Um, you know, some people say uh, you, you, you could have that number one spot also. You know, it's debatable. Uh, what are you thinking about the rankings? And is there, uh, you know... Like I said, there was some chatter on Instagram and stuff when they came out. And, you know, some people, I mean, you are the champ. So you have a target on your back, of course. Um, any thoughts on the rankings and any thoughts of, like, a challenge that you're looking for next when you when you decide to get back in there? I mean, the, you know, rankings are, they, they, they're a good kind of a motivator if you need that sometimes you know and they can whether you're at the top and you're like i like this i want to stay there uh, you know and everyone can see it or it's the you're like i'm at the bottom or i'm unranked but i you know you take it personally so it's it's i think it's a good motivator but i've especially like you know i feel like a lot of coaches have told me over the years like rankings don't matter you know you don't wrestle names or you know you don't fight names out there like you're fighting another another man standing in front of you so at the end of the day like rankings only mean so much but you know as far as the ranking me being number two or whatever like yeah that i don't even i'm not sure i can't even like i don't think i've seen colin i haven't seen him fight um mma i saw his muay thai fight i'm I, he's won some mma fights but i don't know when the last time he's fought regionally or who he's fought i don't even know if he's fought in anyone regionally mma but that's a interesting fight to me that's one that i've i'm definitely would be willing to put on you know um i know he was gonna go pro but that fight fell through so you know that's definitely i don't know what his plans are but that's something if he wants to try to win that belt from me that'd be a good one yeah, um, I, I, I figure it out. Yeah, I know, way, I, know, I know that. Uh, yeah, his fight fell through. I think he's gonna stay amateur uh, for a little while. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, your fight falls through maybe three weeks before the fight, man. That's a lot of pressure. Um, and you know, it's like, all right, let me fight another amateur fight or whatever. But as far as his fights, he hasn't fight fought in re, uh, regionally. I think um, his three of his fights were in Tennessee. For yeah. a, a, a promotion there, and then he fought overseas for Gamma, um, so he's never fought um, regionally, as far as that. And yeah. I think I think he is the Cage Titans um, Muay Thai amateur champion, one eighty five. So that would be a fucking fabulous fight. There'd be a lot of talking points in that for you guys, if you were matched up, you know, for uh, for that title there. Um, as far as your timeline, uh, you know, coming off that fight in December, you said you took some time off. 
Are you back fully training right now? And and what's your timeline as far as thinking of getting back there? If it's for Cage Titans or, or another promotion. So yeah, regardless of, of the promotion, um, you know, I was I was looking to get on this. Uh, so I had planned to fight on this NEF card that was coming up. Um, as in, you know, I'd been in, in touch with them, and um, that was kind of what I was getting ready for. Um, it was at the Aura, and we have we have a couple guys fighting there still, um, and females. But the uh, so we were kind of having a hard time finding someone to say yes. Uh, and by the time, you know, then the weeks start going by, you know, and then I actually, I got a minor injury recently. That's not going to hold me back for it. it sh everything should be good, you know, but I'm at, I'm just at the point where I'm not able to train fully yet right now, this moment that is very recent and that will change soon, hopefully. But, I'm kind of at the point where I can't give a solid timeline right now because it'd be just inaccurate, you know. But if everything goes well, I'd love to fight on the next wave of cards this summer. And that's been my plan. So, um, yeah, like I said, nothing major, just, just little things that I'm not able to train the way I need to to, like, commit myself to a fight right now, you know. So, and that's where I'm at. Um, I'll fight anyone. I don't really care, like is anyone at 85 any like it doesn't it's like i think uh you know i don't want to be confused with someone who's like not looking to fight or ducking fights because dude i don't give a fuck like i i will fight it's not that you know i just want to my last fight opened my eye you know like you can't be fucking around dude this is some real shit you know and it's like my next fight like i have it's a I am, it's higher stakes for me. Like, if I go down like that again, like, that's not something, like, everyone comes back from. You know what I mean? So, I, I can't fuck around, so I have to be ready when I do step in there. So, as of right now, this summer, but that's pending, you know? Excellent. I mean, well, you had a busy 2022. I mean, you deserve the rest. Yeah. You deserve, uh, you know, you got a lot of training partners that are going to stay busy, so you're helping them get ready, too. So, uh, I mean, you're shopping up your tools while you have the time yeah. off, man, and Man, you know, take it. What are you, only 26 years old? 26 or so? 27. 27, man. Um, you're still young in this game, and you just started. So, I mean, you're, you're, yeah. I mean, you haven't been through them. some of those major injuries. Some of these other guys have been, uh, you know, doing all their life. You know what I mean? Broken bones here and there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the sky's the limit for you, bro. You're knocking fucking people out there. We haven't even seen you wrestling. Uh, I mean, you haven't even you haven't even really gone to the ground to even see any of that. So uh, we're very intrigued on what your whole game once uh, you know someone challenges you at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's gonna, and that's the thing. Like I, you know, I like I like my style of fighting. It's kind of like that. I kind of got this like car crash going. You know, and like <laughs> one of us is gonna end up good. One of us isn't. And I kind of like I like it. Cause I like to fight. Like I didn't get in this to wrestle, you know? And that's the truth. Like, and I've kind of been, I've said that, you know, and I get like what a big part of the sport wrestling is and grappling and all that. But at the end of the day, like I would prefer to throw hands the whole time. Always. That's what I want to do. But like, I, I kind of like, I kind of like keeping, you know, having it in my back pocket, you know, and I'm no, like, I'm no slouch in the grappling department it is when it if i need to bust it out you know 
I tried to to wrestle a bit that last fight that I lost, and it it I just I it's something that you know MMA wrestling is different, but as far as someone trying to like take me down, it that's a different story. You know, that's it's it's not going to be easy. So, it unless I try to take it to the ground, I think for the most part it'll stay on the feet for sure. Excellent, man. Well, you are definitely an entertaining fighter. Uh, you don't back down from anyone. You are challenging yourself, man. We love to see that, bro. Um, not a, not oh, yeah. a, you haven't had an easy fight, and uh, you know, kudos to your coaches at Nostos, and kudos to you for having that fire in you to uh, you know challenge yourself, man. It, it's good stuff, man. We love it, and uh, you're a scary man, bro. Mm -hmm. And if you get down to one seventy, man, I feel bad. I feel bad for fucking people, man. Really bad. Yeah. Well, uh. I think it's something that, you know, is, is very doable for me. And as my, as I, my body kind of adapts to this style of training and the more I do it, it kind of just seems like something that'll be more reachable in the future, you know? So we'll see. But like I said, 85 is still all day. So either way. Excellent, man. Well, I'm going to be talking to a lot of your trainer partners leading up to that Neff uh, card, you know, Nathaniel, awesome. yeah. uh, a couple other guys there. I mean, they haven't announced a ton of fights, but I do see some trickling of um, some names being thrown out there. So uh, we're going to get a lot of chatter. I'm sure your name's going to be thrown out there while I'm interviewing these guys, man, because uh, you're going to be helping them get ready for these uh, these challenges fights coming up. I was, yeah, and I, it, you said that you don't know which ones have been announced yet, and I don't know either, um, so earlier I was going to start saying, some, like, because we mentioned uh, at the Aura it, that event was going down, but I quickly thought, I wasn't sure if some of them have announced it, so I didn't want to. You know, yeah, so. I, I've talked to I've talked to some of your training partners behind the scenes, and they're going, "Oh, my poster might come up tomorrow or something." So yeah, I, I already have a couple scheduled for next week, uh, so their posters should be out uh, by then, man. And uh, you know, it's a pleasure uh, to to support Nostos, man. I know uh, Travis um, Travis Lazar is a good friend of mine. He's part of the page here, uh, founder founder of NewEnglandMMA.org. He's highly, uh, you know, he he loves you as a fighter and as a person. Has interviewed you uh, personally, man. So uh, we're really high on the Nostos guys and girls there, man. Uh, and we're looking to support, um, you know, you guys uh, challenging yourselves, man. It's great stuff. Absolutely. And, yeah, Travis is awesome. I've, I've had the pleasure of talking with him a few times in person. And, you know, he's he's uh, very supportive. And, and, yeah, Nostos is awesome, man. It's the best place to be. So, um, we appreciate it, and yeah, I'll be looking forward to watching you interview some of the guys here soon. Excellent, my man. Well, Dave, man, first time chatting with you, bro. Um, it was it was a pleasure, man. I know we follow each other on Instagram. Um, you know, I'm a punk all over the place, but uh, just... <laughs> um, yeah, it's good stuff, man. I really wanted to learn your background and uh, everything about how you got into this, and it's it's fascinating. Uh, some of you, uh, some of you uh, young men, young ladies, man, start so late in your career. And then just become sponges in there. And it, it's very, it's definitely, um, you know, the gym and the support uh, from family, friends, all that, that make you people who you are and achieve your dreams, man. And, you, and you're doing it, man. Uh, and congratulations, bro. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And you hit the nail on the head. It, it's, I find that, like, you know, even more than you enjoy, you know, being in there and, like, punching someone in the head, you know, hurting someone, it's like, <laughs> That's awesome, but 
you know, it's it's everything else that makes this so good. It's you know, including the 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 support from everyone and like how that feels and just you know, you meet so many new people. Like I've met so many new people this past year and just it's wild. Like I I can uh, you know, and, and then things branch off from there. You know, outside of fighting, like work wise and coaching opportunities with you know, you get to help like young wrestlers out. It just it's it's awesome. So there's so much going on that I'm happy about over there. So I can't say enough about no stuff. Awesome. Well, I was gonna let Tommy ask a few <laughs> questions, but I I cut him off and I fucking I I'm a gift of gab. I never shut the fuck up. I was like, the you know question I mean? that I would have, <laughs> all right, what I would Tom, ask. Tommy's got a question. A quick one, just a just a broad question. What uh, how do you feel about uh the jujitsu players up in northern New England, like the people you're surrounded with? You know, because we're down here, we're at Rhode Island. I'm a mass guy. A lot of gyms. A lot of, lot of, lot of great players. A lot of black belts. So, uh, northern New England. I'm just curious about that. I, I think we have a lot of good jujitsu guys. You know, um, there's, you know, we got uh, Port City is near us too, and they have a lot of good guys over there. Um, and I know our gyms do some cross training between mm-hmm. each other. But Devin is, he's a, he's fucking so good at jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I have a hard time keeping up, you know, oh, of course when I do make it into the classes, which should be more, he probably, yeah, he, he tells me I should do more jujitsu, but, um, yeah, I think like, like I said, our, our, when we have like big groups in there, we're doing live rolls and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's I'm getting strangled left and right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can't complain about the levels, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, so yeah. it's, I think I'm in a good spot in that sense, but, where you said you're at Triforce? Yep, yeah, we're in Pawtucket. Pawtucket. Oh, so you guys are in Rhode Island? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, for, I thought you were in Massachusetts. Well, he lives in Mass, but he trains yeah. in Rhode Island. Yep. Oh God. Yeah, I'm a Mass guy. Yeah, I was born and raised here, so I'm a I'm a I got that twang in my in my voice right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a mass hole. He's a Rhode Island guy, so people don't know what the fuck we're talking about usually. <laughs> Maybe sometime we can uh, get a crew and, and roll with you guys. Oh, would I, love I, that. Love to, so. Where are you guys located? We're in um, Summersworth, New Hampshire. It's right okay. on the main. If you, it's right on like the if you cross over the bridge into Maine, you'd be in Berwick, Maine. Okay. So, yep. So that end. Area. Yep. So I grew up in no, on like the border of Mass and New Hampshire. I spent a lot of time in Lowell. I lived in Lowell for many years. I spent a lot of time in Nashua. So you know, I'm kind of familiar with that. Well, Tommy, take a drive up there yeah. and get get choked, choked sure. unconscious. Absolutely, guys, right? I love that shit. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, last thing, Dave, I'm gonna let you give shout outs. Uh, you know, social media. I don't think you're big on Facebook. I don't know. Uh, you know, it was hard to find you, which was cool, mm-hmm. but. Uh, um, anything you want to shout out? Um, I got your Instagram here. Any other um, social media? You know, say thank yous, family, anyone. Throw it out there, bro, and I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you enjoy your night, and we'll talk a little bit about you when you're off uh, off camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I was gonna. It's funny. I was literally just about to like see if I could look at my Instagram real quick because I don't even know what my name is. On it's there, it's, but it's, you got it up it's Dave. It. Yeah, it's Dave. It's your name, uh, David Burke one zero one nine. I do believe so. Nice. Right. Well, thank you for that. And then, um, yeah, I got the shout out to mainly Exotics sponsors takes care of me. Hall Brothers Roofing. Um, Bill Jones, uh, baby. Uh, Bill Jones. Yeah, that's yeah. my boy. Nice. Higgins, uh, and Bill's awesome, man. He takes care of all the fighters. Hey, uh, 
he, I have a really good relationship with him. Um, Hagen's Motor Pool, um, Amy Lee's Massage Therapy. Uh, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that have helped um, you know sponsor sponsor us in, through the year. So and me too. So um, I'm forgetting some off the top of my head, but yeah. And shout out to Nostos MMA, of course. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check those guys out. And Devin and uh, yeah. Um, oh yeah, I gotta say hi to my mom and Maddox. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> Always. That's it. All right, my man. Well, Dave, it's it's been a pleasure catching up with you and uh, learning your journey here, man. Um, I, you know, it's good stuff. Like I said, man. Uh, congratulations on all your success and everything you're doing, bro. And uh, we'll definitely see you in in uh, you know summer, late summer getting back in there but i might bump into you in one of these cards maybe one of the the next nef card i might be in portland uh going to check it out because that is closer than uh most of the other cards they have for me so um yeah i know there will be at least a couple of us from new england mma there covering it so uh yeah maybe we'll bump into each other and get a word there but if not bro anytime you want to come on the show um talk about you know what's next for you man i'll be hitting you up hit me up and uh we'll get it done all right my man absolutely i appreciate that a lot all right, Dave, you have a good night. We're going to talk uh, a couple of minutes about you. Maybe uh, check out your Instagram in here. But uh, appreciate your time, bro. You have a good night, man, and uh, we'll be seeing you soon. You too. Take it easy, guys. Yeah, All right, man. take care, bro. Good dude, man. Oh, yeah. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was good, man. Yeah, he's, he's into it. That was good shit. Yep. Um, yep, you never know about those New Hampshire boys. What time is it? Like 9.17. You fix just... your clock. No, it went to fucking went back. Oh, right. <laughs> Wait, that's how it goes. Perfect, right? <laughs> Fixes itself. I just want to like, check out his Instagram real quick, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Um, yeah, I forgot. We went back and done daylight savings two weeks ago. Or something. Yeah, I fucking... You said that last time. Too. Well, you said to me, hey, you don't have to fix your clock. Exactly. <laughs> so I want to just see if they have his uh, uh, knockout here. So here he is. Right, that was... Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go check out his... Uh, uh, guest capture. Let me make that a little bigger right here, and then yeah. we can uh, check out our shit. I'll show you. I'll put it right for you, Tommy. Mm-hmm. So you cool. Check it out yep. right there. Um, so we'll just go check out some stuff. What's this? Cage Titans. Let me move this up. There we go. Right oh, yeah. there. Oh. Ah, you son of a bitch. Maximize it. Yeah, I don't want to max shit out. Okay, too close. All right, so. That's him right there on the left. Yep. That's there when he won uh, won the title. That was his. Yep. Uh, I think that was, well, that right hand coming. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's gonna be, yeah, be the it. end of that yeah. right there. So yeah. um, he's a scary dude. And yeah. I, I remember when Travis and Lars, and I was doing the fight companion, and they were there. I they just like messaged me and go, David Burke. Yep. Good. Is a scary dude. Oh look at that! He's got like the Jurassic Park yep. kind of fucking that's thing cool. going right there. Yeah, with a dog. Nice. That was when he was uh, out of war. Um, that's and actually, you know, he talked about that. He didn't have the best weight cut. He yeah. cut down to one seventy five. That was the first time he uh, went down. Mm-hmm. Um, but he challenges himself, yeah. man. Yep. Fucking challenges himself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> people working. Yeah, they're good people over there. They yep. got a lot of fucking. They got a lot of uh, champions out of mm-hmm. Nostos, yep. man. Uh, Cage Titans mm-hmm. champions, uh, Neff champ. They're, they're fucking, uh, that's a cool looking friggin' shirt right there. You would think that, you hippie. 
I'm just thinking of marijuana. Smoking. You yeah, haven't smoked. I'm surprised you yeah. think that's cool. You haven't smoked, you know? No, that's when, uh, that's the posters out of war right there. Uh, that's him signing his contract probably go. for that fight. In, in the in the cage. And that was a title fight also. Like like I said, he's challenging himself. That's his uh, Cage Titans um, post-fight interview. That's him uh, knocking out his Damn. first opponent. Oh, that's that outside fight. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's the outside fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's this cool. Is, uh, oh, my God. The show, oh, that was a boom. Mm, and then mm. one hammer fist to seal the deal right there, bro. Yeah, yeah he's he, a scary, Yeah, he is scary. scary and like mellow, like yeah, like he's a good kid you know, too. Like, like professional, he's a good kid, man. Um, yep. And new, I love that. We can go into his. Uh, yep. See all the stuff. Stuff right here. Nostos has a pretty fucking dope setup. That is fucking cool. shit. It's him on another podcast. Good for him. Yep. Getting uh, getting his due. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna check out um, some the Nostos stuff. Um, yeah, like he said, he's going to be back. He was thinking of fighting on uh, the Neff card, but mm-hmm. he's going to take that one off. And then he might be back um, late summer, early early uh, fall. And I can't wait, man. Um, can't mm-hmm. wait to meet him personally. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Dave Burke, man. Yep, he's got some impressive shots. to you, bro. Some impressive Good shots. Stuff, man. Let me shut that off. Well, Tommy, anything you want to leave off with uh, before we get the hell out of here? Yeah, man. we're just chilling, you know. Just chilling. Back, like, uh, back into the ground. Yep, I missed you last week. Uh, there, you, since I called out last week, you didn't do a show. I did a Friday one. Yeah, with, Friday, uh, with but Brian. it was more of uh, interview kind yep, of show. Just with, hanging, uh, catching up with. Yep. Uh, I think tomorrow we might be doing. Um, we might be doing um, a rankings mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. like getting together with. Travis and Lars and uh, maybe uh, Jeff or there might be three or four of us on here just talking about the cool. rankings. I mean, last time we did it, um, the amateur and I mean, it took two shows mm-hmm. to cover the amateurs. Sure, yeah, talking about it's it a process. I mean, we want to milk it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it, they went over well. It's kind of mm-hmm. died down a mm-hmm. little bit, mm-hmm. but there's there's no cards happening right yeah, now. Yeah, so, yeah, it's but a quiet time right now. There's a lot of matchups being made mm-hmm. because the rankings. Sure, and I haven't heard a ton. Of uh, criticism on him. Yeah, not a, a lot. Of not a lot of haters. There, yep. But um, it, it, we haven't got yelled at much. Nope. At least I haven't. Or, you know, there was five of us that worked on him. Yep. Like really hard, mm-hmm. like hours and hours, like on group chats and, and a lot of people done. were sharing it. A lot of people who were maybe haters in the past were sharing their ranks this year. Exactly. You know, people that don't yep. like NewEnglandMMA.org yep. are yeah, sharing now them, they which like is it. pretty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, uh, well, you're not being, you're not, you're not hating. You're being honest. Exactly. And we always, uh, and that's our, that's one of our goals is to uh, make haters fans and supporters of us. Because uh, I think we do a great job, and we do it yeah. for free. Yeah, and, and you're uh, thorough. We do it and, in passion. Yeah. We love to do it. Yeah, so. everyone who's in the in the in the, in the umbrella loves the shit. So in fall, we'll be doing uh, the rankings again, but we yep. are going to update them every month as fights happen, mm-hmm. and then uh, release them. You know, in fall and maybe the end of the year uh, rankings. I don't know. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's not only a lot of work to get them. To get us together, doing, but Lars doing all the posters, making sure yeah. all the everything. Yeah. Because even we, the graphic there with all the graphics. Uh, oh, all that's the names. Lars doing all yeah. that shit. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we forgot like a belt, their yeah. belt, yeah. Uh, little the icon emoji yeah. on there, yeah. whatever. We forgot like a record. We you mm-hmm. know, and then he has to redo it. But once we send them out, it's like oh, yep. you can't fucking take that down and shit. Yeah. And that's where we like 
people uh, jumping in. Hey, my record don't supposed it's supposed to be this. Yeah, yeah. So or, you, you, you know, can fix it. You know, I don't have a, I don't have a belt mm-hmm. uh, badge next to my name mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's what we need. Like, yep. It's not a perfect system. Yeah, feedback. Exactly. Yep. If we love like oh, Instagram. Yeah. It blew up, yeah. which was fucking great. And uh, we do have our database on NewEnglandMMA.org mm-hmm. that has if you go there, all these fighters are on there. And uh, we have their fights. We have their like interviews uh, with the podcast. Oh, yeah. We have, we have everything mm-hmm. uh, for yep. those guys. Like and the graphics are so much better than um, than Tapology. Yeah. Even though I love Tapology, yeah. I go there. Yeah, they're, they're a good resource. Because, yeah, the, Tapology when they're New England MMA rankings, they also have so many other fighters yeah. that are not New England mm-hmm. based. But there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that go into how you get into our rankings you can't just fight here once in the last three years yeah yeah you gotta have a you gotta be kind of consistent uh that's why you talk about it that's why you get hashed out yeah to be in here i mean you're not gonna come in here win a belt and never fight here again and Mm -hmm. you're gonna be our number one fighter i mean it's you might be on topology which Mm -hmm. is fine but this is mostly for new england based fighters and to see where they rank in there and get matchups going between promotions here you know what I mean? You want to mm-hmm. come back here, fight. You know, you're not from New England. Come here, fight. Yep. You know, a couple of times in kind of like in Joe a year. Joe Penfield. Joe Penfield yeah. fights like fucking yeah. three, four times a year. And it's here. funny he was saying that people say to him, "Are you a New England fighter?" And he says, "No, I just fucking fight there all the time. Yeah. They love me." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, good. With that said, Tommy, anything you want to leave off before we get the fork out? No, nope, let's do it. Well, uh, just thank you again, David Burke. Yep. Um, we will be back maybe tomorrow to do talk about rankings a little bit, but we'll be definitely be back next Wednesday. We yep. have an in-studio guest with mm-hmm. us next we- okay. next Wednesday. Right. Um, I'm not going to give that away. Okay. She's very popular on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She is a power lifter, mm-hmm. uh, aspiring uh, mixed martial artist, um, and she is a woman. And... We don't have many women yep. on the show, and we're looking to expand and mm-hmm. get not only about MMA fighting, but all all kind of sports yep. and, and shit, man. Let's get them all down here. Yep. And uh, she's, you know, she's pretty local, and she wanted to come down here instead of uh, videoing in. But cool. So next week, check it in. Maybe she, Wednesday. Maybe, maybe we'll see if she can lift you up above her head. Oh, she can fuck it. I'm she sure can. She we'll see can if she will, though. Yeah, I'm sure she can. She can definitely squat us both. <laughs> and she's not a big girl. She's just yeah. a, a, a small, yeah, small little thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it'll be cool to get into her diet and, yep. you know, how she got into all that. And, Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah. If so, she's aspiring into MMA, maybe steer her towards uh, some, some classes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, she does. She trains yeah. out of... Uh, I think um, uh, I'm not gonna say. I'm okay. gonna give it all up now because she good, does train. Good teaser. With, good teaser. She does train with one a friend of mine who is a mm. professional fighter and a Muay, professional Muay Thai fighter. She gets her stand up from there, uh, and a couple of other gyms uh, in the New England area. So uh, we'll let her talk about that Hell next yeah. week. So I'll be uh, I'll be posting her a poster saying she's gonna be on, and uh, we'll oh, see how it goes. We'll man. be here. So with that said, thank yep. you all for tuning in tonight right. uh we may be back tomorrow to do rankings i don't know i gotta hook up with the guys see what they want to do but we will be back definitely next wednesday and uh next wednesday will be my going it'll be the middle of my eighth week not consuming any form of cannabis tragedy wanted to get to the two-month mark there you we'll go see what goals goes on goals are good that. we'll see what happens after that so with that said <laughs> yes sir Thank you again, Tommy. Great show.
Thank you, Dave Burke. Thank you for everyone tuning in. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thank you.